Welcome to the Crimson Circle Show. We are so glad that you could be here to join us. If you're listening in from Blog Talk Radio, please feel free to come over to the Awakening Zone Radio Network. We would love to have you at awakeningzone.com. This is the Crimson Circle Show. Also, you might be listening in from the Crimson Circle website, crimsoncircle.com. And from there, you can listen or you can have the most amazing adventure and actually be watching this live. So welcome very well. We're here in, in Cole Creek Canyon and we're here with a live audience. Yes. Could we get a picture of the live? Yes. 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 We are here for the Adamas channel. And as so many of you know, Adamas Saint-Germain has very, very warmly, warmly called all of us spiritual pirates because we don't really want to follow the rules. We want to do it our way. And so he decided to make that into a good thing and he lovingly calls us spiritual pirates. So welcome. We are about ready for the channel, which is channeled by Jeffrey Hoppy. And are we ready for Jeffrey Hoppy to get this going and uh, let Adamas Saint-Germain sort of take over the show? Yeah. 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 Very good. Yes, we are. So in just a few minutes, we're going to do that. We're going to start out with a little conscious breathing to really allow us to come into the now moment. We'll have a little music. And then I invite you to greet Adamas Saint-Germain through Jeffrey Hoppy. So, as we begin, I invite you, please, to sit comfortably, lay comfortably, wherever you are, to find a comfortable, safe space for you. And as you do that, to take the deep and conscious breath. We all breathe, constantly breathe, but this is the deep and conscious breath. This Deep breath fills your body. It tells your body you truly choose life. You and I, all of us, we are breathing in this now moment. And as we breathe, we open to the now moment. Breathe, and we give ourselves permission to truly, truly feel with all our senses, human and divine, to breathe and feel. And as you breathe deeply, maybe you want to invite your soul to join you here now. It merely waits your invitation. So be, be here now, breathing in this now moment. Breathe and receive. The music's going to play, and I invite you, as the music plays, to breathe the music. Breathe it and sense it. Go beyond hearing it. Feel it and allow it. Breathe. Breathe. Thank you. 
I am that I am, Adamus, of free and sovereign domain. Ah, we have a few here this time. Welcome. Greetings. Lovely to see so many of you here. Lovely bodies you have. Hmm. <laughs> no, truly, truly. Uh, can you imagine the, the joy of having a body and being in it? Oh, I can vaguely remember my days when I had a physical body. Oh, I know sometimes you curse it, you cuss it. Sometimes it's filled with pain. Sometimes it gets old. Um, maybe a few wrinkles here and there, but such a delight to have a physical body. I'm occupying Calder's body just for a few minutes here, which is okay. But my dear friends, to have this body, take a deep breath into it. Ah, this isn't the thing that makes you a human. No, the body is not what makes you human. No, it's the consciousness, or let's say the limited consciousness. It's the perception from which you operate. That's what makes you human. Just because you have this physical body doesn't make you a human. Not just that. You can go out in the cosmos and bring your body with you. That's not what they're looking at. They're looking at this perspective that you have, the, the level of awareness. But to have a body, what an amazing thing! You can be sensual and even sexual, Edith. You can be – yes, thank you. Yeah. We've been talking. Good to see you again, my dear. Thank you. To have this thing called the body, just breathe into it for a moment. Oh, eat into it, love into it, this body. Yeah, because, well, you're going to need it. You have a lot of years ahead of you on this planet. That's good news, isn't it, Larry? You're smiling, Larry. Larry, how is that abundance? Good. Just keep thinking that. It'll come your way. So breathe into it. You have a lot of years left on this planet. No, you're not going to be leaving anytime soon. Although once in a while you wonder about it. Think about, oh, what a relief to get out of this human consciousness. No, you're just getting out of your body. And then still take that human consciousness with you. Oh, and that's a badge of honor, by the way. You go to the other realms, how you go to the near-Earth realms, and you say, I just came through yet another human biological experience. Oh, they cheer you on. Yes. You go to these other dimensions with some of the alien beings. Oh, it's such an honor to have been an embodied human. So breathe into your bodies, love it, and appreciate it. This facet of Saint-Germain that's called Adamus or Adamus. I love it. I love it. It's kind of a co-creation between you, Chambra, and me. I, I had the desire to do it, but I didn't quite have the group to do it with <laughs> and until you came along. And then we created Adamus. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two people out of. <laughs> Three, if Linda's kind of thinking about it, thinking it over, she might be swayed. No, I love the uh, Adamus persona, this facet of Saint Germain, because you know there's a lot of um, 
messengers out there for St. Germain. Uh, some of them have a contract and agreement with me. Others feel into me and, and feel into this essence. But that Saint Germain is a little bit boring. A little bit boring. If you ever read, <laughs> you've read, you have read some of the books. Yeah. Oh, and I have to say, I'm, I'm not shirking my responsibilities so much, but I have to say, it wasn't necessarily just Saint Germain that was a little boring. It, you know, there's such a tightness uh, at times in this spiritual journey. Such a such a, a reverence, a kind of a false reverence. So to be able to break away from that kind of boring Saint-Germain, uh, it's such a relief for me. I can come here, I can hop into Calder's body, I can be in a lot of your bodies too, all at the same time. I can be a joy. I can be laughter. I can be irritating. I can be obnoxious and just wait. <laughs> all of that. Yeah, we have a long that. time ahead of us. Mm -hmm. We, uh, Adamus, is the uh, co-creation, you and I. It's the part of you that would really like to break out and to be irreverent and to be uh, undisciplined and to do the things you know, normally wouldn't associate with being spiritual. But there is this perspective, this uh, overlay of what spiritual is supposed to look like. I'll tell you, and we'll get into it today, you aren't going to get to heaven in that car, in that spiritual car. <laughs> no way. I'm going to show you why and why not. So it's good to be here with you to have some fun. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, today I'm going to be humorous. Because Adamus is you and me, right? Today I'm going to be provocative, uh, often called often, – uh, fewer laughs on that one <laughs> – uh, often called irritating. Irritating. Oh, why? Because you want it. We want it. Because we've got to find the way out. Got to find the way out. And today we're going to definitely take a look at take a look at that. For some of you tuning in, thinking you're going to get a nice spiritual message, no, we're going to be raucous. We're going to be rather crude at times. And we're going to do the things that you would never expect would happen in a spiritual group, other than an orgy. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, my dear friends, we are going to go outside of the spiritual box today. So I do ask you, if you're watching in for the first time, or uh, even the second, and if you're watching and thinking to yourself, what am I getting into, and who are, what are they doing there, please try to see it through the end, because the story is yours, from boredom to enlightenment. Mm, yes, indeed. <laughs> we do it a bit different here, because you allow it. Uh, some of you allowed. I noticed there's not so many today. You'd think with the profound wisdom, the wisdom of the ages that's coming through these shouts, yours, and just with me uh, messing, messaging it to, back to you, you would think with the profound wisdom that, that is here, that's going to bring joy in this lifetime, that's going to save you from having to do this lifetime thing about 30, 40, 50 more times, with the, with the 
humor that we do it with, with the amazing wisdom, all free of charge at the monthly shouts, you would think there would be a line out that door all the way down the canyon into Denver and out to Kansas with people just waiting to hear, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? I mean, you would think that national television would be here with their satellite trucks and dishes filming this because of the profound simplicity that you are discovering. No, the NSA is here, though. <laughs> they might learn something. You would think that uh, you would think that it would cost at least twelve hundred dollars to attend this session and to be able to touch the hand of. Go ahead, it's free today. Maybe be able to touch the hand of, of Adamus, which is really you, you would think. But no, I look out here in the audience, and of course, last time it was last month, stuffed animals. Now, can you imagine what it's like for me going back to the Ascended Masters Club and they say, Adamus, how was the meeting today? Good. Good. Oh, really? Was, uh, was the audience, was it full? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. How, how were everybody, these uh, humans? Um, they're a little quiet today. Yeah, but they really, they really embraced the message yeah, for a change. You would, <laughs> you would think that the room today would be full. So it takes an extra 42 minutes to drive up here to Coal Creek Canyon, an extra 42 minutes for your enlightenment, you would think. But no, some people just aren't going to take even 10 minutes from their schedule, their schedule of chaos, their schedule of drama, and their schedule of whatever. They're not going to take three minutes extra to drive up here. So. When I opened my eyes just now and saw that half the room is full of hardy pirates, I said to myself, I said, Adamus, St. Germain, Shakespeare, all my other names, I said to myself, that's very confusing, by the way, I said to myself, what to do? What to do with a small but hardy group that's here today? We've got a couple hours to talk about enlightenment. What to do? And I thought about it for a moment, and I said, I said, Adamus, what would you do? What would you do? You Shamba who are here, what would you do as humans when others aren't here? What do you do in your everyday life when others aren't around? What do you do when you're there, maybe with a few other people, and there's other what do you do when you get together with your Family and some of the family members aren't there. What do you do? You talk about them, and that's what we're going to do today. We are going to gossip. Nothing wrong with that. You can be enlightened and gossip. As a matter of fact, the more enlightened, the more gossip. The funnier it gets. Why? Because then it's not vicious. They're funny stories. They're very funny stories. So today. Let's gossip about those who aren't here. <laughs> no, take a deep breath and get out of the spiritual tightness that you might have about that. Linda, dear Linda, would you stand up for a moment, please? Dear Linda, try so hard not to gossip. 
I'm pretty good. She tries so hard not to gossip, but sometimes it takes everything in her power to hold her tongue, although her mind is not held so much. She tries so hard, but today you have license to gossip. You, Linda, you, Shambra, who are here, and the very few who are listening in online today, I, I see there's a, a few of you, but not nearly as many. What, you're so busy that you can't tune in for your enlightenment today, uh, the ones who aren't here. The ones who are here, please join in our gossip today. We're going to talk about Shambra. Yes. Now, Linda, you'll need the microphone. Me, I'll need the board. So we can capture all of this essence. Here you go. <laughs> what? <laughs> the essence of Shambra. So uh, take a moment to feel in about Shambra. We're going to do a composite, a Shambra composite here, with a lovely Not sure if that's a smile or a laugh. So what is it about Chambra? It's just us here. So Linda, would you take the microphone, please, and out to the, uh, the, the hardy pirates who are here. Let's talk about the attributes of Chambra from the standpoint of things like, things like angel wings. <laughs> ah, yeah. If we could get some tape, please. Ah, yeah, very clever. From the standpoint of their desires, what does Schomburg desire? From, not yet, not yet. From the standpoint of their beliefs, what do they believe in? From the standpoint of their truths, what, what are their truths? In other words, what's, what, what is really true to them? From the standpoint, if you would tape that up. Up here, all these things you have to do. So complicated. From the standpoint of their reality, their reality. What, what about Shambra? Hmm. Chambra composite. You know, like sometimes they'll do a composite of humans and overlay all the characteristics onto it. Does anybody feel uncomfortable about gossiping? We can turn off the cameras and the microphones and everything. Anybody feel turn the lights off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to wear bags over your head? Uh, I suddenly felt an energy crash in the room. Like, oh, no, no, it's okay. They don't mind. They're not here, <laughs> so we can talk about them. So, Linda, if you would take the microphone, please. Let's get started. Think about it in terms of what are their desires. Let's start there. Shamber desires. I would say most of. It's on. Okay. I would say that most Shambra feel that they are finally getting the answers. Getting the answers. Good. Yes. Okay. Finally getting answers. That's a good one. Are you, Paul? Most definitely. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. What's the best answer that you got? <laughs> yes. Good. And what was the question? Doesn't matter. 
<laughs> Doesn't oh. matter. Oh, wise one. Ooh. No, grasshopper. Good. <laughs> Good. Ooh. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Okay. Chambra. Oh, right. Chambra. What are their desires? What are their, what are the, what's their reality? What, what are the truths? What are, the, what are their spiritual truths? Oh, good, good. Please do stand up. Uh, Come on up here. I haven't seen you in a while. I feel so special. <laughs> Is this good? Or no, 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 no. Come on all the way up. Come on all the way up. See, we're gossiping. No, what, what? They might as well have everybody see who's doing the talking. Uh, so tell the me, the question is, um, tell me about Shambra. Want, the single women want to get laid. Oh, hang I'm on a second. Tell you the truth. Let me, I have to write that. I hear it all the time. Um, it's I'll, the well, I'll just I write mean, it like I, it I is. Oh, just single women or married women? I don't talk to the dudes. Oh, okay. they probably want it too. They might be getting it. I don't know. Okay, so what you're saying here, just the women want to get laid, not men. I don't talk the, to the dudes, and they're all paired up. They're not single here. They're all, they're all with somebody. Do you see a single... Oh, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, sorry. But no, uh, I hear from the women, okay. my girls, and girls, they, okay. they would like to get a little bit once in a while. Girls, and I get, tell get them, get out of your what? mind. Get a I, I don't un always understand the modern phrases. Yes, you do. Get a little... Okay. Why just a little? <laughs> Why so not? I, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about abundance. Because they get Why in their mind lot? and they go, I need my soulmate. He has to be perfect and spiritual. Oh, need soulmate. Okay. What does that have to do with getting it's, a little? That's what I say. Okay. <laughs> need a soulmate. Okay. And uh, good. So getting a little. Um, and, uh, and you? You haven't stopped by. <laughs> I've been waiting. I have, but you were asleep. You haven't been coming to dance at my front you door. You were asleep and snoring. Oh, whatever. Not so attractive. <laughs> the snoring, the sleep was fine. And what else? What else? What about? What else about Chambra? What else about Chambra? What is about Chambra? Because I've heard too you. Much. They think too much. Thinking too much. Think too much. much. Okay. And, uh, and I'm what not do they doing the sugar-coated, because no, if you ask me, I'll tell you. We're gossiping today. Think too much. What do they think too much about? They're in Getting laid. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They don't admit to that. Right, right. They tell me that on the sly, because I can see it all over them. Right, right. And I get it out of them, right. the true desires. But yeah. then, then they're like, why can't I have What do you abundance? tell them when, when they say, you know, dear Master Carrie, I'm just looking for more physical, uh, sensual... Uh, experiences. I say, you know, have a few drinks. Right. Number one. Right. Have a wingman like me. Right. Right. Take me out. I'll find you somebody. Really? For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You don't need Good. help like that, I'm right. sure. But I don't go out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. So uh, they th <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, so they think too much. And what do they think about? Beyond sex, their enlightenment, and why they don't have any abundance. Uh, but no abundance. They're okay. Stinking thinking, I call it. No. Larry. Abundance. Stinking thinking. And what do they think about their enlightenment? They say, What the hell? I've gone to all these workshops all these years and I'm still broke. Duh. Duh. Good. And <laughs> why, what do you think, uh, why do you think they want enlightenment? What do they think enlightenment is? 
Well, they got on this train a long time ago, and they want it to pull on the track, and they're, they're just, they, I don't think they think too deeply into it. Not too deep. You don't right, mind right. if I write some of these down. Not too, they think too much, but not. I'm going to send you my bill. Too deeply. Excellent. Thank you. We're getting a good list here, going here. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Linda? I was ready. Good. Thank you, Carrie. You kind of opened this up. It's getting a little saucier now. Good, good, good. We knew we could count on you. Okay. What else? Chambercombe. We have some good ones going here. We started off a little macchio, but uh, now we're we're getting the good stuff. Okay. I'm going to give the mic to my to our very very famous special guest here today, yes. Patricia Auberdeen, the author oh. of Conscious Money. Since all these abundance problems, this for woman, product, uh, this positions? lady has <laughs> answers. Uh, do you get product placement of big? You know, yes, I do. She sends me blessings. There's an exchange of blessings. Good. Do you have a, a copy of the book with you today? We could hold it up for the camera. Okay. It's called Conscious Good. Money. Patricia so, Aubrey. dear Patricia, what is it about Chambra and our little... They want to be famous! Oh, yes. <laughs> they want to be famous. They do, actually. They do and they don't. Okay. So, they want to be famous, and are they? No. That's why you have to dredge me up. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it? I'm not even famous. Why, why is it that they want to be famous? Well, that's, that's a, a validation. That means you're loved. You're, oh. you're I love like, that. look at Kim Kardashian. How yes. can you question? How can you ask? Such a good role. Why? <laughs> yeah. So validation. Excellent. Validation uh, at what level? Well, it depends on the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depends on who thinks you're famous. Yes. But the validation uh, is kind of that, that human self, what I call the little human self, yeah. that is trying to feel like a big human self, and it wants the validation from others. It wants, uh, that part wants to walk in the room and everybody to go, ooh, ah. There goes so whatever. And, so. and then the validation from themselves, of course, the validation Ah, I made it. Because I'm famous, I did something great that I'm really noted for. Because I'm famous, I must be kind of enlightened. Kind of. And because I'm famous, I'm probably going to have some money, and I'm going to have happiness and peace. Yes. Sure. Yes. How does that work? Too. Yeah. And sex. Yes. How does that work? Well, sometimes it works. <laughs> it works for some people sometimes. Yes. yes. And then after a while, maybe there's a little crash. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yes. Kind of gets locked up. Well, you become it's it, it's addictive. Yes, it if is. If you're addictive. slightly less famous, then because there's usually somebody more I'm famous fan. unless you're Adolf Hitler, Genghis Khan. Right. Usually somebody more famous <laughs> and it is an addiction. Not that I ever had that problem. No. But, but, but I, I had notoriety, uh, and I, I like to say there's a difference between notoriety and fame, although there's really not. It's just a nice way of saying it. But addiction, they want to be famous, and it is addict, addictive. And Why'd you get stuck on that? Uh, you try to. You try to do all this. It is kind of addictive, uh, and it's crazy, and, and 
And then they look in the mirror and say, I, I must have done something important in this lifetime. So would it be fa- fair to say, Moshamba, are they famous or not so famous? Not so famous. Not so famous. Uh, but yet, do you think they're looking for fame? <sighs> Somebody said no. Okay. Good. Not so famous. How many here, uh, you can just answer to yourself, how many here have you have kind of dreamt or desired about being kind of a little, little famous? Just a, just a little. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's natural. It's natural. Uh, part of it, if you take a look uh, from the other perspective, it's also taking pride in what you've done and recognizing that other people recognize what you've done. So, uh, but it can, be, it can be a trap. How many here – and you don't have to raise your hand because we're just gossiping with each other how – many, how many of you here have thought at one time or the other in the past, oh, you know, I'll be enlightened. I'll be kind of right up there with Yeshua and the Buddha and uh, Kathumi. Not St. Germain. Nobody can aspire that high. But I'll be <laughs> right up there. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be. I'm going to be a master, a teacher, a healer. <sniffs> Healed. Zap. Whoa! Everywhere I walk, people. Oh, please, would you heal? And in a sense, that's that's interesting. You know, because there is something to be said about helping those who are truly ready to be helped. But in a sense, it's um, – I'm going to say – I'm going to put the label on it – it's power. It's power. And I just got done in Colombia talking about power and, and asking the Chambre that were there to pull the rug of power from out from underneath them, to live power, powerlessly without power. It's an amazing way to live. You start discovering how much of your conflicts and problems are derived because of power. Excellent. Thank you. Let's Thank continue. You. Let's continue the gossip circle. What else is it about Shambra? Think in terms of what are their desires? What are their what are their realities? What are their spiritual truths? What is it about Shambra? I'm going to another expert here. Ah, yes. <laughs> We are the world's best breathers. There breeders. An... Good breeders. No, 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 oh. no. That's breathers. breathers. Best breathers. Best breathers. Good. Good. Breathe with me. Best Don't breathers. Good. Why is, why is that, Mofo? Best uh, breathers. Why is that? Plenty of practice. Plenty of practice. Yeah, yeah. 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 What do you think happens when Moshambra when they're, when they're asked in a group like this to breathe, what, what happens? It's, it's just a natural opening. It just comes naturally. Yeah. All the, yeah, all yeah. the other where do, advice, where do you think they go? Um, closer to their true self. Really? I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the, the easiest way to, to get to center. Because yes. all the advice you give us and that we give ourselves, right. It's the easiest thing to do it. It works every time. Right. It's, it's it, it is easy. Yes, yeah. it is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of all the mantras and the chanting and you know remembering certain lines and phrases or whatever, uh, it is it is pretty easy. Unfortunately, just between us boys, <laughs> uh, I have to say that most of the time when Shambra asks to breathe, they go straight out of their bodies. Mm. Uh, they're they're not, they're not doing conscious breathing. Breathing 
gives them a license to leave for a little while. Yeah. They're going to La La Land. Check it's nice. Wow. They don't even realize, they don't do the conscious breath, the, mm. the real conscious breath that brings up the feeling, not the thought, but the feeling, I exist. Take a breath on that. Wow. Yeah. Mm. A lot of them go up, but that's okay. Yeah. It's least it's a reprieve. At least, at least they're not really getting mental. At least they're just relaxing. There's a biological change that takes place uh, when, at least when they, we say the word breathing. It's like a yeah. hypnotic breathe. <gasps> okay. Good. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Best breathers. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, what else? What else about Chambra? Um, we think we're better than everyone. Ah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that. I mean, not not in a snotty way. No. 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 I, I, no. 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 <laughs> we are some kick-ass angels. I mean. Yeah. Who do you think they're... It's not bragging if it's the truth. Sure, sure, sure. No. No, actually, you know, that has an interesting dynamic to it, better than others, which is, which is good. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, shame on you for thinking you're better. It's like, Why? Why not? I mean... Exactly. I am that I am. I can't help <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Sorry about so your good. fate. <laughs> I am that I am. So, yeah, yeah. And, and the question I have for you, they, a lot of times they do think they're better than others, and I purposely play right into that. Uh, I love it. Uh, and, and I love telling Chambra that I love working with them, because I do. I, it would really be boring to work with some of these other groups, so truly. But the question I wonder at times is, is it just candy? Is it just a little uh, drug, a little cocaine of the day? Is it just a feel-good, you know, to just to get them back propped up a little bit to walk out the door and go face life? I don't know. I'm not making any judgment. <laughs> but, but, and is it a bad thing to think, I am different than others, different in a way that I like and I appreciate, even if exactly. they don't, and yeah, I'm better. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, that's a very interesting yeah. observation. Yeah. How do you feel? Um, let's say you walked, uh, you walked down to uh, church tomorrow, which ain't going to happen, but let's just <laughs> say you did. You walked in the door of church, and uh, the priest is up there mm -hmm. uh, doing his priesty kind of thing. Are you going to think, I'm better than this? That's very interesting you say that. I know it is. <laughs> um, you know, everything well, I say well, is kind one, of interesting. For one, I wouldn't make it through the door because I got struck by lightning probably going no, in. I, but, I, I, um, I actually went to uh, a funeral just yesterday, oh. a service. Yes. And as the preacher was doing his, you know, we are God's children yeah. and he gave you life and, and all this, I'm yeah. just, it was very interesting what was going through me because it wasn't, but. It was. Yeah, which, I didn't quite get that. I mean, uh, what, what was that? You? What was that? It was. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 That's kind of like uh, the WTF, you know. Okay. I, but I like bad. yours better. Yeah. Could you do that one more time so we could play it again on the video next uh, sure. month? Sure. Okay. Sure. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> Easy as breathing. <laughs> I. I, I I see Vicky or uh, whoever's going to edit just looping that time and time and time again. Yeah. Turn it into a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. And what happened at the funeral after your? Uh, same as always. Everybody was, you know, 
Out of their body. Yeah. They always are at funerals. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, very out of their bodies. Yeah. 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 And then afterwards, everybody just slowly seeps back into the same old grind that yeah, they're, yeah. they're normally It's interesting. In. I, I pop in in some funerals now and then just uh, for grins. For laughs. <laughs> Things get a little slow with the Ascended Masters. And I pop in, and it's so interesting because uh, at the funerals there is the there is the kind of the perception, the kind of the facade of the uh, sadness, and, and once in a while there actually is. But oh, come with me sometime. We should do a dream walk to somebody's funeral. But come with me sometime, and they're thinking about what they're going to have for dinner. They're thinking about their vacation. They're thinking about sex. They're thinking in a church or at a funeral. They're thinking about all these things and a lot of guilt. And they're they're. A lot of guilt. They're guilt. They're really not thinking of, hey, how's Bob? How's Bob doing on the other side? They're, they're, they're afraid to know that Bob is sitting right there with them and Bob ain't happy. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, anything else? Anything else for our, our gossip that, that, list? That about wraps it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've probably offended plenty. Oh, uh, that's okay. Yeah. They're That's not here. Okay. They're yeah. not here. They're not here. Yeah. Yeah. Who's funeral? You know, was it? perhaps the whole uh, reason I'm doing this is just so they damn well better be here from now on. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to talk about them. That'll learn them. That'll learn them. But well. good. Good. Thank you. Let's do a few more. Okay. Good. Boom. Nothing like a little Chambra gossip. What is it about Chambra that really annoys you? That wasn't the original yeah. question. <laughs> that wasn't the original question. I evolved. <laughs> I evolved. Well, what, what is it about Chambra, period? We're all waiting for our enlightenment. Every month, <sighs> we're waiting, we're waiting, we're yeah, waiting, yeah. and then we're easily distracted. Yeah. But we're very committed, I think. Waiting for. <laughs> Wait, where is it? And, when? And, yeah, like, waiting for 2012, 2013. But you know, this is at the top of my list. What is it about Chambra? I, what, they're all waiting. They're, I mean, they're all waiting. I, I can dance up here for a while, uh, not forever, <laughs> but for a while. I can distract because that is my job, by the way. I can distract for a while, but they're all waiting. I, I go back from a lot of meetings and I go to my castle. One of my many, many, many castles, and I, and I, so they're all waiting. So I don't mind. I, I'm entertaining myself if nothing else. But they're all waiting. Yeah. Why? Because it's the most important thing for us. No. Why are you waiting? Why aren't oh, you? Oh, why aren't doing? we doing it? Yeah, yeah. Because he's such a good lover. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> Shh, don't tell me. Edith doesn't want a, her enlightenment because she thinks I won't come around visiting at <laughs> night. And uh, you, know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you whispered it in my ear the other day. Maybe I lied. <laughs> Good. So, uh, what, what, why the wait? Why the wait? I don't know. I think maybe we're waiting for some magical moment where things just instantly change. Yeah. You yeah. wake up and you <sighs> feel different. You feel yeah. connected. You love yourself. Yeah. You don't care about being famous. You don't care. If about anything, because you're yeah. just so. Oh, let's stop right there. You don't care about anything. Well, wow. well, no, really. Yeah, you don't, I no, just... really. No, I mean, no, really. You don't care about anything. Period. Maybe that's a little secret clue in our game of gossip. You just don't care about anything. Now, most people would say, "Well, that sounds awful. That sounds so 
boring. That's not what you're supposed to care about things. Really? I mean, just imagine for a moment if power was pulled out from your life, if you stopped playing the power game. Power is everywhere. It's in politics, it's in money, business, your relationships with others, everywhere else. Everybody plays power. Power came to be because there was a belief that there was a limited amount of energy and you had to steal it from someone else because you certainly weren't going to bother looking within yourself for energy or consciousness or answers. So it started the whole power game, which has never really stopped, but it's all an illusion. Power is an absolute illusion because everything is within, and that which is within attracts all the energy that you could ever need and you never have to steal it from anyone else. But everyone lives in this illusion of power, lives in the illusion that you have to be doing something and you have to care about something. I contend that you don't have to care about a damn thing. Then you're free to actually enjoy everything, powerless, without having to play the games. You can actually finally start appreciating having a physical body and not worry about it aging or getting sick. You can actually enjoy being with other people without worrying about them stealing your energy, twisting you, lying to you, deceiving you and all the rest of that. Oh, so easy. So I liked when you said, just don't care about anything, period. Mm. But, but Chambra will fill in the blanks. If there's always could, I'm going to put my mind on here. There's the, what I call the infamous Chambra but. One T. There's the Chambra but. And it's. So we'll, we'll be talking at a workshop or talking in our dream state, and we, you're getting right to, not you, they, they're getting right to the, right to this threshold of enlightenment. But ah, what am I to do? What am I to do? Just bring out the wheelbarrow, fill it with all the butts, and haul it back over to the other side for a while. There's the but, but yeah, yeah, I like that. Let's try that once again. There's always the, the inspirations, everything else, and then they get right to the moment of enlightenment, but <laughs> good. What else? What else? Oh, I'm having fun. Wait, I got a but. I do not understand Sartre's thing here. Well, I don't want to see the Sartre's thing. I really don't. <laughs> He's got this pal finger on. What's a pal finger? Oh, that's a uh, big crane. Sure. Oh, I got to get up would and you, talk? Would you stand up, Sarda? Yes. And I want to make sure the camera can see you. Come on over here. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Father Sart. <laughs> yes. Good. So uh, what, what, did, what, did, what did Linda say about your thing? I don't know what it was. What thing? He, he's got a pal finger. What in the hell is a pal finger? Sounds scary. Oh, that's just heavy equipment. A little truck. <laughs> a little truck. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I, I really don't want to. I don't want to hear about it. What, what did you call it now? A pal Who finger? I've heard it. Yes. It's just heavy. Oh. So, sorry, while you're up here, let's, yeah, move, nice. let's move this along. Yeah. Pretty nice, isn't it? This is nice. Yeah. I want to trade places with you. Excuse me, Linda. Yes. And Lesson so, for today. Everybody needs to wear one of these shirts. And then we'd know where everybody stands. <laughs> so, sorry, what is it about Chambra? Um, I like the part about 
feeling better than other people. Um, in my life right now, I think it's still about rules. No, yeah, about other Sean, bro. Yeah, let's talk about them. I, Wait, what I, th- I think Shamer's tired of the rules, but of, they still of, have them. Yeah, we still live by them, but I think we're tired of them. Tired of rules. Tired of rules. Looking for freedom. Rules still. Uh, still trapped. I in mean, them. I mean, the old red light and green light. That's pretty good. We got to have that, but. Uh, some of these other rules that we have. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, yes. g- yeah, give us an example of a, of a Chambre rule. Um, that we have to fit in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're, we're done with that. We don't, we no, don't, need, we don't need to fit in anymore. Uh, fit in. Okay. That's a good um, one. We used to get our head whacked off for it back in the old days, but I think that's changed, too. Yeah. Uh, Good. We, we can do more enlightening. And I, I notice it out in the restaurants or whatever. I see people, and, and they, they kind of cringe when I tell them I've had 1,400 lives, maybe. And, yeah, yeah. But I can't prove it to you. Right, right. But you can't prove to me that you're only on your first life. Sure. Uh, you have these conversations when you go to the restaurant. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. People yeah. are listening more for, from my perspective, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I, Anything else about Chambra? Oh, uh, we're a we're a crazy bunch. Crazy bunch. Okay, good. Thank you, Sart. You can take your um, equipment back to the chair. You sure? I'm just getting rolling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I I know. I figured that one out. Okay, Linda, a few more here. A few more before we move on. Chambra gossip. What is it about Chambra? Huh? Uh, speak your mind, speak your heart. Let's not hold back. Well, I'm fine with them. <laughs> Pardon? They're okay. They're okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but what what about what about what are their desires? Enlightenment and thinking that with, through enlightenment and their abundance will come. Oh, okay. Through enli- enlightenment, E equals dollar sign. Enlightenment yeah. is abundance. That's a kind of interesting way of approaching enlightenment. <laughs> okay, well, what about the other way around? Uh, abundance equals enlightenment. Well, that would work. <laughs> that would work pretty good. If the abundance yeah. was there to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Why is it that so many Shambra are broke, right on the edge? Maybe not so much more than people in general. Well, maybe a little bit more. But you'd think you'd feel that Chambra, knowing all about energy and consciousness, and knowing about the, the physics that we've all come up with right here in this classroom, that they'd be so wildly abundant that they wouldn't even know what to do with all that money. They'd just bring it here and burn it in the fireplace to keep the room warm. They'd have so much. I don't even see a fire today, much less wood, and certainly not money. You'd think. Yeah, what else about Chambra? I can see uh, you're, you're going, clicking away there. What else about well, we Chambra? We kind of like to do things our way, and we don't like people to tell us what to do. <laughs> kind of, okay, our way. So maybe way. that's why we don't have a abundance, because we're always out there spending it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or not willing to take or, a or job. Or not willing to take a job. Well, that's me. Not willing to take a job. <laughs> 
not willing to take a job. That sounds like. If me. I sound like a broken record, it's because a lot of Shamber do. Oh, uh, but the, and but there's this mentality. Jesus, I have to have a job to make money. Who invented that? That's the biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard in my whole life. Actually, you, you, having a job will limit your abundance. Yeah, it's not well. saying not to not saying to park your uh, chambre butt uh, on the sofa, but but you so. don't have to work for somebody else. As a matter of fact, I think it was Tobias that said you need to work for yourself. Well, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not talking. We're talking about Shambra. Well, we're just yeah. gossiping okay. about the ones who aren't here. Yeah, good. What what else about Shambra? Sometimes they can wear you out. They, I, they can wear you down. Yeah, they can wear you down. I run You're telling me? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I run to the car and run home. Yeah, yeah. Is that the, uh, the what we call the Machio factor? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're wondering where we're going with this, I, I have no clue. Uh, but we're going anyway. That's the important thing. We're going. We're going. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I say two more, quick. What, what is Oh, yeah. What is it about Chambra? You've just been <laughs> thinking away there. What is it about Chambra? Stuck. Stuck. Thank you. Stuck in integration. I have to integrate. I have to go over the story. Stuck in the story. Yeah, well, in the mind. Stuck, and some processing. Perpetually recycling. Recy- I like that. Good, good, good. Recycling. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, for the next meeting, let's put signs up on the door: "No recycling." Because <laughs> it's funny because there are signs all over here for recycling. Recycle your. <laughs> Your butts and your cans, but yeah, recycling. Good, good. I'm back over and over and over. Same thing. Good. And what else about Chambra? Well, we are fucking special. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have used that word, but we're Why special. Why not? <laughs> no. Why not? Is, yeah, it's yeah. a good release. Can I write this on the board? Please do. Let's, we'll just say special, very special. Well, there's a song special. about that. There is a song. Yeah, good, good. I'm just quoting a song. I don't know it yes. that well. Good. Do you want to sing a few bars? No, thank you. What else about Chambra? What about health? What about their health? Well, I'm healthy. No, so. we're, we're gossiping about everybody oh. else. Yeah, yeah. They're using things outside of their self to try and balance instead of owning it for their self. Yeah. Yep. Always looking for outside healing somewhere. Yeah. When the simplest healing comes right from there. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. What kind of stuff do they use? Because I, I try to pretend I don't see it. What, what do they use for this healing? Whatever medicine is in the moment. Outside healing. Give me a few examples. Well, there's acupuncture, there's Bach flower essences, there's oils, there's all kinds of medicine. Yes. And healers. Whatever form. And a lot of healers, too, to accommodate them. Absolutely. Yes. Good. Thank you. 
One last one. What is it about Chambra? Is there anything wrong with having good gossip? Yeah. I just well, said gossip. I didn't define it as good or bad. Well, everybody's putting crap up there. Is that something? Amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Well, you can be the last one then, and you can tell us. Second yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I find the commonality of Chambra to be something better. Yes. Uh, we all came here to this place to get our badge of honor in the universe, and then we get here, and it's pretty crappy. Yeah. So we come to people like you who say, there is something better, and it's enlightenment or whatever the term of the day yeah. is. And I think that is the commonality of Chambra. Is I like that, that. We are looking for something better. Kind of a kind of a family, a nice family type of bond. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. See, there was a nice one, Edith. Better. Commonality. Of, oh, it's yeah. Edith. Kindred spirit syndrome. Yeah. And and Edith, it. now your turn. I, it, gossip. Gossip doesn't have to be what you call negative. The Chambra, I feel, are thinking about how grand and glorious it is to be an ascended master, to be a grand creator, and to love themselves. Oh, good, good. I love that. Edith, would you repeat that speech, uh, ascended master, and what else? Uh, that they're grand creators. Grand, oh, they, yeah, they're so good at that. Grand creators. And that they love themselves. And they're really good at loving self. Okay, good. I like this. Thank you. You're welcome. It was damn well time somebody put some nice things on that board. I totally agree. Yeah, somebody's got to take the position of defending the Chambra honor. <laughs> there you go. So good. I'm now, a pretty good catch. We've got a lot of things on the board here. Let's we'll wrap this up now. Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> what are we doing today? We'll go somewhere with it. We're doing a Chambra composite. And the fact is that we're gossiping about everybody else, but it's really all of us. Well, all of you. It's everybody. It's everybody. And my point on this day, in our, doing our, our composite, I don't know how you get through the day. I really don't. I really don't. If you look at this board, and this is, these are your answers, we have some what you call good things, not so good things, but we have things that are in absolute discordance, absolute dissonance with other things. There are a set of beliefs uh, – let, let's start with desires out there – a desire to be an ascended master, a desire to love, a desire to heal, a desire to live a long time, a desire to be happy. I'm surprised we didn't get peace, love, and joy on the board, because those things usually come out. Peace, love, and joy, and happiness. So all these desires. Then we have the realities. I'm broke, I'm sick, nobody loves me, and I don't even like myself. Uh, in direct opposition and conflict to it. It's, it's a massive disconnection. And yet Chamber is going through it day after day after day. Now we're going to play a little game here as we go through it. Hope you don't mind. Uh, and now is the time, Susie. We're going to play a game, and it's, going to be, it's called, What a Mess! <laughs> what a mess! And I've asked Susie to prepare um, a special treat for everyone. And every time I'm going through here showing you why things are in disarray, and I say, 
what a mess, or you say spontaneously, what a mess, you have to take a little sip of my own Saint-Germain liqueur, made made from pure elderberries. Yes. Elderberry. Yes. It's a little, and there's a little tequila also. <laughs> so, the object here is to um, celebrate life, of course. But the object, I'll take the uh, Saint Germain. Yes. Uh, so now nobody's going to get drunk. Yes. Ah, oh, it's a delightful liqueur. And if you're driving, please, please have two. <laughs> and then find another driver. Or call a taxi. Yeah, up here to Cold Creek Canyon. I can't even get a drink in this damn bar. What a mess. Well, but you need one. We made enough to use. Uh, uh, no, you, see, I said, what a mess. Now you're supposed to take a drink. Ah, uh, and it provides a little relief. No, truly, oh, it's deli- oh, delicious. There are times, my dear friends, where there is such a dissonance in what's going on in your lives. All of you, all Shambra. It's amazing to watch sometimes. It's amazing that you can stay embodied. It's amazing that you can have enough food to feed yourself. And more than anything, amazing that you don't go totally out of your mind as in a breakdown. You talk about things like enlightenment, and but yet I truly wonder if you know what enlightenment is. Matter of fact, I would actually say that Schomburg does not know what enlightenment is. Hear the word, and it's just like taking a breath. Ah, enlightenment. Out of the body. Go off somewhere else. We've done this in some of our gatherings before where I've had Linda pass a microphone, and I said, what is enlightenment? And it's, it's rather clueless. It's rather clueless. I say, what is enlightenment? And answers start coming out that fill the Machio trash bin uh, with, with all sorts of answers, peace, love, and joy. It's like, what is love? What is peace? What is joy? So it creates this mental spinning that, that, that's going on all the time. I'm in search for enlightenment. I'm in search for enlightenment, but I don't know what it is. Wouldn't that make a great child's uh, book, a uh, children's book, uh, searching for something and not knowing what the hell it is? But yet getting up every morning, having that compulsion uh, to do it over and over again, looking for enlightenment. And most Shambra, I'm sorry to say, in our gossip session, have no clue. The nice or the good news is 
you're not supposed to really have a clue. You're not, you're not required to know what enlightenment is. What a mess, though. Okay, good, good. As you take a little step. Ah, ah, see. This helps break the tension. This helps break the tension. So Shambhur is out there, in a way, feeling a little better about themselves, but yet they yet sex life of Shambhur. Well, let's be let's be very candid here. Not so good. Not so good. What? <laughs> yeah. He said it, you drink it. <laughs> what a mess. Now, not for everyone, but it's almost like sex is a sin, and you've got this, again, this contradiction going on inside. Sometimes Shambhara will say, yes, we're here as embodied masters. We're here to be in the physical reality. The ascended masters in the past have left the physical body, but we're here to be in our body, but yet not even willing to touch themselves which I'm not going to do on camera here, and not willing to touch another, having all sorts of biases about uh, whether it's man and man, woman, woman, man, woman, a group or anything else, all these weird, weird uh, judgments, mental thoughts and all this other stuff about sex. Sex is a grand thing. Unfortunately, it has gotten distorted over the ages, but my dear friends, Sex is a wonderful thing, so, but you have this, this dissonant energy going on. I'm really surprised that someday you can make it through the day. You're all out there looking for soulmates – not all, but many are out there looking for soulmates – but doing everything they can to make it impossible, doing everything they can by uh, a bad attitude, by this long list of requirements for a soulmate. And what is a soulmate? It's, the, it's yourself. It's not another being. A relationship, fine, but many Shambhara out there right now are doing everything they can to push relationships away, even though they will put it on the top ten list of their desires, I want a relationship. And I look and say, but you're pushing everyone away, including yourself. What a mess! And for those uh, who are still new and watching it online, I told you it'd be a little bit different here. <laughs> so this whole issue about abundance, about abundance, one of the saddest things is you have such a desire to have abundance, such a desire to have some money in your pocket. Why don't you? Two reasons. A, there is still not. I'm not talking to any of you. We're talking about the ones we're gossiping about. A, because you're, many of you are still not sure you want to be here on this planet. You're still not sure you want to live. You're still waiting for someone or something to say, here's the answer. Here's why you should live. But without that, there's a lot of question. And it's interesting, as much as we have all this grand talk about dreamwalker life and about uh, embodied masters, so often, Shambhara is saying, I don't know if I really want to be here. Well, then you're not going to be abundant, period, because of the basics of energy, physics, that you're not going to attract energy. There's also an interest, another interesting dynamic that's taking place. In spite of all the great feelings and thoughts and we're on our path to enlightenment, there's also the, if I have money, I'm going to do the same crappy things I did before. If I have money, I'm going to make 
more trouble than ever before. So what you do is you go on a financial diet, because you think in the past, when you had money, you used it for power and manipulation, you took drugs, you got drunk, you abused yourself and other people with it. So something in, in you went on this diet of no abundance, and you feel more com- – you, I'm not talking to you, but out there – Chamber feels more comfortable starving than they do being abundant. It's a plain fact, because anyone <clears throat> anyone could have money right now, but you're afraid, if I had money, I'm just going to be that bad human that I was before. What a mess! Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You see how you have these contradictions that are working, and I, I, can't, I can barely understand sometimes how you get through a, the day. And I know that how you get through the day sometimes. You fill yourself with some more spiritual crap. You listen to some more spiritual information. You prop yourself up a little bit. You get some nice catchphrases, and then suddenly you feel real good for a little while. It's, it's the spiritual sugar that you take in. You come up with a nice little validation, and you think, well, tomorrow will be better. I know tomorrow will be better. N- not really. Not really. Tomorrow is going to be kind of like today. And what's today? What a mess! <laughs> eating chocolate and doing all these other things. What I'm asking you to do today is to take a look at the, the dissonance, the, the, uh, the absolute conflict that's taking place within your human self, your Spirit self. You have this spirit persona, the spiritual person that's on the path of enlightenment, and it kind of sits up here. You put it off as this. This is the thing that's going to save me. This is the grand being, and it collects a bunch of junk. It collects a bunch of um, candy, and it collects a bunch of macchio that then somehow gets the human who's over here with its reality. The reality is generally, not always, but oftentimes, pretty broke, not a lot of money, not really any real relationships, uh, not hardly a degree of self-love, and health problems. Those are the basics. Now, it's not so bad, actually, if you were uh, a regular unaware human, if you were asleep. Not so bad, because then you just go through the day, and you know, so you don't have any money, you blame it on the man. You don't get any sex, you blame it on the woman. You don't get uh, any. You don't get uh, things aren't good, but you're unaware, and you just say, "Well, that's the way it is. That's that's the way it is." You don't really think about death. Uh, y- y- something inside you knows it's going to happen because you've seen some others drop over, uh, but you kind of just uh, are asleep to it. You don't really think about God because, well, it's not your place to think about God. That's what the priests and the clergy and those other folks are for. They're supposed to think about God, and the answers to God are just too big for most people to handle. They say, oh, it's not my job. I'm just, I'm just supposed to live and try to do a good job, the way most people are. You're different. You're kind of waking up. You're kind of aware. That makes it really tough. because. Now you still have some of the issues uh, – you, Shambra – has some of the issues, but now suddenly you're aware. 
It's like, it's like you've got a loaded gun, and uh, whereas the others, their guns aren't loaded. They just have a gun. Now you've got a loaded gun, so you've got that awareness. But what happens here is this tremendous clash that's taking place every day. And what you do is make excuses for it, and you gloss it over. You come up with new catchwords or phrases. You go to new classes. You do everything but address what's really taking place on the inside. But what you really got is one great big what a mess. And there's more where that came from, by the way. <laughs> so what do you do? You have a drink. You have a drink. <laughs> yeah. well, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to process it. You have a drink. So waiting for enlightenment. Waiting for enlightenment. That's one of my biggest issues, and, and because it's one of yours. A, don't know what enlightenment really is. B, what are you waiting for? To figure it out? It will never, ever happen. Sorry to break the news to you. You'll never figure it out. Really. You're waiting for somebody to come and tell you how to get to enlightenment? Not another human is going to do that. You're waiting for, I don't know, the right alignment of clouds and stars and dirts and uh, bunny rabbits and everything else to all align, and suddenly you have enlightenment? It's not going to happen. So what you do is you just barely get through every day, and you wonder sometimes when you hit the bed at night how you got through the day, because you've got these tremendous conflicting forces at work. And it's tougher when you're on the road to enlightenment. It gets worse, because the, the machio builds up, and the, the – uh, the, the manipulation of the limited being, of the limited consciousness, trying to manipulate something that it's called spirituality, makes it feel good, uh, makes it feel kind of special. It's, it's, a, it's a, a, like a drug in a way. It's a huge distraction on the way. But Chambra will do it. Chambra will pull in the junk. And they'll go to bed at the end of the day thinking that they're going to have a little reprieve when they go to sleep. But what happens as you do start to awaken? Your dreams are no longer like they used to be. The dreams suddenly you're aware of what happens. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons you wake up at 2 or 3 in the morning is you need a recess from your dreams, which were a recess from your real world. <laughs> what a mess! What a, what a mess! <laughs> How do you get through the day? My dear friends, there is this, there is this all these collisions taking place out there right now, and especially when you get into things like enlightenment. It really actually makes it much more complex. The mind starts working more than ever before, as you have probably discovered. And now you have uh, spirit mind, I'm going to call it, spirit mind operating as well. You used to have just human mind. Now you've got spirit mind, which means limited and restricted, uh, a limited and restricted sense of spirituality. And it's actually all a bunch of crap. It really is. 
it truly is. Uh, because now the mind starts to try to embrace and to own a lot of spiritual concepts. The spiritual concept, heal thyself. Uh, I am in peace, love, and joy. I'm going to om and meditate. That's the biggest bunch of crap. Uh, by the way, in enlightenment, you're not suddenly filled with peace. You're not suddenly oming. Mm, that is the biggest delusion there, there can possibly be. It doesn't happen. Not like that. Matter of fact, the word peace goes out the door in enlightenment. It's not even a word anymore. It's not even in your vocabulary. You know, peace, all, all peace means to a lot of people is give me 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes of just things quieting down for a few moments. That's peace. I just need to back away. I need to get away from myself. That's peace. There's no peace. But suddenly there's a consonance. There's a harmony in things. Suddenly there's not having to figure it all out. Suddenly there's no longer these conflicts going on. Suddenly there's such a grace, a natural grace that takes place, and you just break out laughing. You just crack up laughing because it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just is, and and we'll get there in a moment. But right now we're still back in what a mess, what a mess, what a mess, what a mess. And what do you do? You take a you take a drink. <laughs> what a mess. You have all these uh, conflicting. Desires and truths, what you what you would think uh, truth and beliefs about things, and uh, they're all conflicting. They're all conflicting. It would be like, imagine getting into a car. The car is the symbol of your spiritual journey to your enlightenment, but having no clue of where you're going. You get in. <laughs> like getting <laughs> acting it out, you see, having no idea where you're going. Just you get in that car on the road to enlightenment, and you start going. Well, what do you start realizing first? I don't know where I'm going. But you tell yourself, well, something will happen along the way. Uh, someone will tell me how to get there. Somehow I'm going to get a map. Uh, so I'll know how to get to enlightenment. It's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. Sorry to say. Sorry to say. Then you're driving along on the road to enlightenment, and it's a nice, pleasant day, and you're looking out the window. Oh yeah, this is okay, but you're a little tentative. You're like, I, I hope this is okay, but I'll make myself think it's okay. I'll make myself think, oh, what a beautiful sky and the birds. Oh, I just hit a deer. And, and, but, but, front row laughs. <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> what a mess! Yeah. And then, then, you, then you realize, oh, that car's making a funny noise. I, oh, boy, I, I'm just going to ignore that noise. Have you done that? I'm just going to ignore the noise. I, I hear it, but it, it couldn't be, because this is my car to enlightenment. So I'm going to ignore that, that noise. And you know what happens. 
two miles down the road. <laughs> Could you do the sound effects for us, Mofo? Yeah, yeah. So we have, would you mind giving the microphone, Linda, so we can get the sound effects properly put in here? On the road to enlightenment, you hear that clanking, clanking noise. You ignore it because you're on the road to enlightenment. Everything's going to work out, and all of a sudden, <laughs> good, good. And the car dies. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go again. We probably needed five bottles for today with all these watermelons. Car dies. A lot of things happen. Once again, you get into this uh, dissonance with saying, I'm supposed to be on the road to enlightenment, but my car just died. Maybe Spirit is trying to tell me something. No, maybe you forgot to get the car checked before you went on the journey. Maybe you forgot to check the oil. It was a little low. We're making sure that there was something in the radiator. Spirit's not trying to tell you a damn thing. Spirit is already enlightened, doesn't really care about your journey, you see. <laughs> that, that was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she gets an Adamas Award just for laughing. Yeah. Please, Linda. We're, yeah, she needs another drink. Yeah. Yes. Where are those Adamas Awards, by the way? Linda? Where is, where is Linda, by the way? An Adamas Award for laughter. I don't have them with me today. You never give them out. You're so stingy. What a I forgot. Mess. Oh. <laughs> the one day, so you get all the money. I have no idea what's in there. Hmm. Ooh, two dollars. <laughs> so where are you on the journey? So. Suddenly, you have to use the last of your savings to get your Enlightenment car repaired, and you start heading back down the road going to you don't know where. And you're going down the road to Enlightenment, and one day uh, on this long, 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 long journey that lasts many lifetimes, one day you're going as fast as you possibly can, and all you've done is get nowhere faster. And the next day, you, your spiritual mind says, oh, I should slow down and smell the roses like the masters did. You know, They went very slowly on the road to enlightenment, and they observed everything, and they breathed and while well, they're on the road to enlightenment. So you go very slow. So you alternate between on this enlightenment journey going very fast and then going very slow, putting on the gas, putting on the brakes, putting on the gas, putting on the brakes. Do you see? The conflict that's going on here? You continue along this journey of enlightenment. Now getting to a level of frustration and angst that simply would have me leave my body. I, I, I just couldn't have handled what you are going through. You're going along now. You've been at this journey for years, driving along. It's the same road. It's the same set of problems. It's the same cheap hotels every night along the journey, and the same people who are trying to rob you blind. But you keep going because you're determined, and you think that's a, an attribute. You think that's like one of those on the positive side of the list. I'm determined. I, I have strong will. Damn it! I'm going to see my enlightenment through, no matter what. 
I'm never giving up. And when I hear you say that, I think, oh my gosh, I hope, I hope that somebody else comes and helps me, because <laughs> this is going to be hard. When I hear you say, I'm never giving up, I, this is what I'm going to do, I think to myself, we've got a real problem here, Houston, <laughs> because they're determined to go nowhere. What does an, even an Ascended Master do at that point? You get stubborn. You get brutally, cruelly stubborn on your road to nowhere. But damn it, you're going to do it, because you've made a commitment to yourself. And if you don't do it, you're really going to be embarrassed in front of your friends and family, because everybody knows about your little enlightenment journey, and they all laughed about it. <laughs> and if you come back and say, oh, my car broke down, I went, uh, and I went uh, broke along the way, I'm starving, I have nothing, and uh, it's, it's all gone, they're going to laugh at you. So there's this pride of enlightenment, pride of the spiritual mind, that you better damn well fulfill this journey, you're going to look like a fool. There's also the factor you're going to look like a big fool for yourself, and that's probably right as bad or worse than feeling like a fool in front of others. You are so committed to your journey of enlightenment. Within yourself, it's, it's everything. It's everything. And if this doesn't work out, and if this magic is not real, and you have to go back to that old self, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess. And the funny thing is, you really can't go back. And the funny thing is, you can't go forward. And the funny thing is, there's nowhere else to go. That's a real mess. What a big mess. Is there any more alcohol left, uh, Susie? Yeah, go ahead. What a mess. I hope by now you're starting to understand the conflict, the dissonance in all of this. And I hope you're starting to understand this is a big train wreck on the way to happening. So you're driving along on this road to enlightenment, and it goes on and on and on, and each day is the same as the next, and you keep having hopes of enlightenment. You keep hoping that I'll suddenly enlighten you. You keep hoping, if it's not me, you're going to leave me. You're going to go somewhere else for the enlightenment. You keep hoping that there's something. That's a billing Congress again. <laughs> and you're, you're hoping to distract me by some, uh, something else, but I'm going to keep driving home the point. It's a mess in there. It's a real mess. It's an enlightenment mess. And the good news is, on this road to nowhere, you're exactly where you should be. That's – oh, no, no. And let me rephrase that now for you. I said, on this road to nowhere, on the road to enlightenment, with all the conflict and all the dissonance in it, you're absolutely exactly where you should be. Because – because – what? A mess? No! You can have a drink on that. No. Actually, it's perfect. It's perfect. And, and all of the things I've said up to now are – we need some more um, beverages out here, uh, some more lemonade or whatever people are drinking. What? A mess? Not really. 
It's absolutely perfect. And what I would like to do now, especially since you're a little um, more relaxed than you were an hour ago, I want you to take a moment and remember this whole thing with enlightenment. It didn't start with a thought. It didn't start with suddenly one day you got so tired of your old life that you decided you were going to get enlightened. It didn't start when even when somebody took you to a class or you read a book. No, my friends, it did not. It started with a deep knowingness, a very profound deep knowingness. It was not a thought. It was not an action. It was not a journey. It was a knowingness that emanated from very deep within. It's gotten abused. It's gotten distorted. It's gotten very, very diluted along the way. But this knowingness has always been there. You don't know what enlightenment is, and you shouldn't know, for the limited mind has no way of knowing. It will try to pretend. It will try to imagine, even. A very cheap type of imagination is you being rich and famous and sexy and having all sorts of relationships and being a grand guru and a master. That's what the mind does. It's a distraction. It's not real. Who knows what is going to happen? And it doesn't matter, period. It doesn't matter. So I ask you to take a moment and come back to the knowingness. The knowingness that was not a thought. It never was a car. It never was a journey. It never was about trying to be a perfect human. It was never about anything other than coming back to yourself. It wasn't Machio, it wasn't phrases and words, it wasn't sitting here in the Chambra audience, and it wasn't efforting, it wasn't about power, it wasn't about even wisdom, it wasn't about getting anything. It was a knowingness, a deep loving knowingness, a knowingness that wasn't an angel or an ascended master coming to you, a knowingness that wasn't given by another, prompted by another, brought into action by another. It came from you. It wasn't your golden angel, your higher self, or any of those other words. It was you. It was all you. Not just the human, not what you call the divine. It was the I Am, the true I Am, that is present here as the human is. It's right here. So I'd like to do a feeling. I'm not even going to call it a mirab, just a feeling back into that knowingness. <coughs> Get the lights down, please. After all this mess and all this chaos and confusion, after all this uncertainty within yourself, because I've seen and I've heard when You've wondered if this was just a big mistake. You've wondered if your spiritual journey was a delusion. Well, yes, it was. But it started with something so pure, so real, and so deep. Now, we get a little music in the background. I'm not asking you to go back and think about this, where this knowingness came from. It doesn't matter. It's without a date, it's without an action. It's without any relationship. You see, 
Part of the problem in the spiritual journey is that the mind still tries to relate everything to everything else. And when we say the word spiritual or enlightenment, it tries to relate to something. It'll grab onto whatever it can in its relational nature. But the knowingness, that deep knowingness that you had, doesn't need to relate to anything. It just knows. It's just there. The mind tries to figure out the road to enlightenment. It's just trying to serve you. It's trying to do for you. But it can't know. The mind will try to relate to something. It'll create a visual of a car going down the highway, breaking down. It'll create the visual of you in your determination and stubbornness for enlightenment. But the reality is there's no car. The reality is there's no place to go. Nothing that has to be done. Certainly nothing that has to be fixed. Absolutely. It's one of the tricks or the delusions of enlightenment. Something has to be fixed before enlightenment can occur. But it doesn't. Nothing needs to be fixed. Whatsoever. Not one thing needs fixing. Not a single thing. I don't care if you're an alcoholic, if you're an idiot, it doesn't need to be fixed. Some of you related to that, didn't you? <laughs> Nothing needs to be fixed. So I ask you to take a deep breath and stay in your body this time. Come back to that knowingness. You created it, not some grand golden angel, not some higher self. That was you. The knowingness, the I am. Following this knowingness came thoughts, and dreams, and imaginations about awakening enlightenment. Following this knowingness came a change in energy dynamics in your life, in relationships, in the way you interact with yourself and others. But none of those even are very important. None of them. They're not the thing that brings enlightenment. It was a simple knowingness. So simple, there's no definition. So simple that the mind cannot relate anything to it. So simple that you cannot recreate it. You cannot recreate it. Because it's still there, my friends. It never left. That knowingness, the I am, that was never extinguished. In front of that flame of knowingness, you put a lot of other things. Grand, interesting experience into your own awakening. But that flame 
was always there. I know at times you've tried to recreate it. Where is that feeling? It's still there. It actually is what's really guiding you. Sometimes when you wonder why certain things happen in your life, why certain events, situations happen, because that knowingness is still there. In spite of your stubbornness and your determination, it, it knows the truth. It knows it is the way. It knows that it's the awakening. It's the only thing, only thing, my friends, that will remain true and real. When I say that I cringe when I hear Chambra saying, I'm going to keep going no matter what, I truly wish they would just stop. Get rid of that car. Get rid of their journey. Get rid of all the macchio, and the macchio is the gas for the journey. Never fill that tank again. Get rid of the whole thing. Just come back to the knowingness. Nothing else matters. Nothing else is important. Nothing else is going to bring the awareness of the enlightenment. Nothing. The knowingness so subtle can't even be defined. The mind has no concept. The mind has no way to relate to it. Take a deep breath and let yourself fall right into your own knowingness. Be in that beautiful embrace of the knowingness. The knowingness was never a directive. It wasn't a directive that said, you have to awaken now. Nothing to do with destiny or timing. You got a glimpse of it. A glimpse of it. Just a taste of it. When you let down your guard. When you surrender to the I am to yourself for a moment. That glimpse of it created a lot of mind thought, a lot of macchio, a lot of determination. I love you, Shambra, for your determination. Determined to what? Come now and let all that battling, determination, will, drive, push, force, power, let it all down. And amazing, you'll be okay actually better than ever before. You can stop trying so hard. You can stop being afraid. It's all right there. In you, not me, in you. The knowingness, the I am. 
knowing this, it's time to come home. Time to come home to the I am, to the awareness. Time to integrate. Just time to come home. Isn't it funny that you had the knowingness that it was time to come home to the I am, but you got in a car and went off on a long journey? home was right there, absolutely right there. I guess that's why I say it was just, just perfect in a way, exactly where you should be. I kind of had to go through all the trials and tribulations before you just wore yourself out and said, oh, here I am. I stopped the searching. There should be a law against spiritual searching. There should be a law against laws, so. <laughs> oh, it's spiritual searching. It's, a, it's an industry, you know. It's a distraction. I guess it's an experience. It's frustrating because it's all right if you're doing the spiritual searching and you're aware that you're just searching for the sake of searching. It gets a little sad when you're doing the searching and you think it's real. When you think it's actually going to get you somewhere. Now home. Home is calling you. Home's within. No place to go, no words to hide behind, nothing to do, nothing to fix. Just coming back home. Without butts. Without the butts. But what am I going to do when I walk out the door? Not a damn thing. Go about gossiping if you want, drinking, carousing, searching, thinking, paddling. When you walk out that door today, you're going to do it at least aware that you're doing it, at least aware that. You don't need to do it. At least aware that it was that knowingness that called you. It's still calling. It's still there. And there's not a damn thing you need to do. Nothing. Take a good deep breath. Try to stay in your body. Let go of some of that tension. Oh my, the tension about awakening and enlightenment, the stress. That'd be a good song, the stress of enlightenment. If I'd have told you to 
Tobias had told you 12 years ago, you don't need to do anything. You've still gone out searching. You've still gone broke. And health issues and all the rest of the stuff. I guess you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Right now. Home is calling all the time. A deep breath. So, my dear friends, oh, you can bring down the music a little bit. We'll just stay in this nice, quiet lighting for a moment. Remember, it's, it's your knowingness. Ever get in trouble while you're out there doing your everyday human things? Just remember a couple things from today. I'm amazed that you got through it. That was a big mess, a big, big dissonance. And, and you kept on trying to fix the dissonance. That's the interesting thing. And that caused more dissonance. You kept on trying to fix things that uh, could not be fixed, ever. But, but it made you feel good, like at least you were fixing something, working on something. And the more you tried to fix, the more broken it got. That's it. It was just about remembering. Home is calling. Always is. It's all. It's all you need to do. I bring this up now because 2014 is going to be an interesting year for the world, for, for this planet. I am going to call it the year of tough love. For the planet, tough love. tough love, and I'm not talking now about Chamber, about you, because you'll be able to just be a, the observer. You'll be able to stand back. You'll be able to actually identify with what the planet, what humans are going through, because you'll have seen you went through it. You'll have seen the craziness, the conflict, the dissonance, the battling. You'll have seen the absurdity of it all. You'll be able to stand back and, with a few deep breaths, be able to say, huh, they're just going through their experience. It's going to be a crazy year for systems and countries and uh, really any, any type of structure, method, anything that's rigid. It's going to be a year of tough love to have its ups and downs. I would say that energetically more difficult than uh, most other years, <laughs> uh, because there's more energy now than ever. And just as your consciousness is rising and bringing in more energy to the planet, it's causing more awareness of dissidence and more conflict and battling. You're going to see people and institutions with their resolve, I will never give up, I will never let anybody you know, take my land or take my country or change my viewpoint. So you're going to see a lot of stubbornness and determination. You're going to see bizarre, crazy things uh, coming from the mind. You're seeing more and more of it every day. And drop in a little footnote here. As there are more of these mental medications out there, you're going to see crazier things happening, because you can put a, a sewer lid on it over here. But it's going to blow up over there, and it's not going to be pretty when it blows up over there. So you're going to see more and more of that imbalance. 
You don't have to buy into it. Or if you do, you realize it's just a game. You can get out of it any time. But it'll be a wild year, wild ride. doesn't mean to panic. It actually means to laugh. doesn't mean to withdraw. It means to bring more energy to yourself. doesn't mean you're going to go broke. Actually, it can be a year of grand abundance for you. There's more energy than ever before. We'll be talking more about it in our uh, shouts to come, all of us. But for now, my dear friends, it's really about taking a deep breath. And remember that home is calling. It's there. It's there. What? A mess? Nah. With that, remember also that in spite of how things may appear to be, all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful gossip today. Wonderful gossip. Thank you. So thank you for joining us. I invite you to stay just a moment more and integrate this sense of knowingness, this sense for you, for each of us, to breathe in the perfection of your now moment. To just stay with that and let Adamus's message be with you. It's been a great day. We'll be back here December 7th, same time, same place. If you're on BTR, consider coming over to the Awakening Zone, or you can even watch at the Crimson Circle and watch this amazing group of pirates every month. So, thank you, and what a mess! Thank you. <laughs> December 7th.